Just Cheesy the Podcast, presented by Just Cheesy Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Bondu. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about melting cheese. Wow. We're talking the science of melting cheese, okay. the rheology of cheese, ways to melt cheese, and we talk about how you can get paid $1,000 just to eat cheese and sleep. Holy cow. And of course, no episode would be complete without our cheesy joke. Stay tuned for episode 63, Meltdown, Meltdown. on Just Cheesy, the podcast. If you remember, last year we tried to make our own cheese. We did make our own cheese. Yeah, we were successful. That's right. It tasted really good. Yeah. It looked decent. It held up well. Oh, yeah. I tried to use it on a dish that I made that I thought, well, I could use some cheese. I'll just sprinkle some on top and it'll melt. Yeah. But it didn't. Nope. Then I tried to use some cheddar to make fondue. Cheddar? It should be Swiss. I I know. I know it's Swiss. I I figured, I I know this is going to sound terrible because we've been doing the podcast for well over a year now. Yeah. But I thought, well, cheese is cheese, isn't it? Holy cow, fondue. <laughs> I know, I know. My cheddar was globby and greasy and kind of not slimy, <laughs> but it just wasn't ooey and gooey and, and it didn't have a good cheese pool. Yeah, it does. And I thought, well, you know, maybe there's some science to melting cheese and maybe different cheeses have different types of melting abilities. You think? So according to cheesescience.org, in an article called Melt and Stretch, They talk about the composition of cheese. They say cheese is made of fat, water, and casein protein. Wow. And we're going to be going back and forth between two other sources. One is SeriousEats.com in an article called The Science of Melting Cheese and blog.thermoworks.com. The Serious Eats article talks about those same casein proteins. They say that the protein clumps together in families called micelles. Micelles? Wikipedia says that a micelle is a molecule that's dispersed in a liquid and it forms a colloidal suspension. What? So essentially the micelles are what holds that cheese together. Ah. Obviously heat is one of the factors in making cheese melt. Right? But it's not the only one. Really? The addition of water and fat can also soften a cheese, oh. but it can also make the emulsion break. Oh. And the acid level in cheese can make a difference as well. Oh, okay. When we made our cheese last year, it was with whole milk, salt, and vinegar. Right. They say in the article on cheesescience.org that cottage cheese and chevre, and also the cheese like we made, would not melt very well oh, yeah. because the acid causes the casein to aggregate together. Ah. Cheeses like Indian paneer, ah. goat cheese, halloumi, ricotta, and queso blanco are all non-melting cheeses. Oh. When cheese is cold, it remains a solid. Well. When it's at room temperature... It starts to, and you've probably seen this before, but it starts to sweat. Oh, yeah. And according to reference.com, cheese begins to melt at 90 degrees Fahrenheit or around 32.2 degrees Celsius. At this temperature, the milk fat melts and the cheese becomes soft. But they say here that the rest of the melting process depends on the type of cheese and the moisture content. Some of the examples of the melting cheeses are cheddar, Swiss, Romano, mozzarella, and Parmesan. Now, at about 130 degrees, 
mozzarella starts to really, really break down. Yum. But it's about 150 degrees for Swiss and cheddar. And then harder cheeses like Parmesan and Pecorino Romano don't fully melt until they reach at least 180 degrees. Really? If you expose your cheese to too much heat for too long, the water content will reduce, the milk proteins will shrink and brown, and the fat will escape and pull together. So this is basically what happened with my cheddar, and it basically made a greasy, curdy mess. Did you know that there's a way to study the changes your cheese goes through when it's exposed to heat? There is. Rheology. 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 R-H-E-O-L-O-G-Y. Okay. According to Wikipedia, rheology is a branch of physics that studies the flow of matter. Okay. It's the science that deals with the deformation and flow of materials, both solid and liquid. Well, According to rheologylab.com, this is the Center for Industrial Rheology. They say they can predict pumping and filling issues. Okay. They can obtain viscosity and rheology profiles. Wow. And they can do things like identify the impact of ingredient choices. Nice. This would be pretty vital if you were a company that let's say, that makes um, mozzarella cheese for pizza. Oh, yeah. And you want it to be consistent, you know, batch over batch. Right. Let's say you're Donato's Pizza. Okay. Or any pizza chain. Yeah. You don't want to have variability from pizza to pizza. Oh, no. Or from restaurant to restaurant. Oh, yeah, You want to have consistency. Yeah. This website talks about the rheology of melted cheese. Okay. Softness, stretch, and ooze is what they're looking at. They say rigidity and elasticity can be invaluable for formulation, R&D, and process development. Oh. They give an example of a test. Okay. I'm going to quote directly here. Sure. It says, is your cheese thrown into a pizza oven at 150 degrees for 130 seconds? Removed of room temperature, then thrown into a 7-degree fridge before being reheated to 100 degrees in a pan? <laughs> <laughs> they essentially follow the temperature and timing of the process wow. and measure the property changes of the cheese. Whoa. And if you thought that seemed fancy, yeah. TAinstruments.com uses a rheometer to test the viscoelastic properties of cheese. Wow. They use the rheometer to conduct analysis on the cheese and correlate the data to its physical behaviors. Wow. TA Instruments and the Center for Industrial Rheology are not sponsors. No. Nope. But if they were, their ad would go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese? science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. Yay! They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free. Whoa. Or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. So in the first half, we learned about the science of cheese and the rheology of cheese. But you know what I really want to know? What? How to melt cheese. Oh, yeah. According to CabotCreamery.com, in an article called 
How to Melt Cheese, oh, wow. they give some really practical tips that you can use at home. Nice. Their first set of instructions talks about making a sauce out of cheese. Ooh, yum. They suggest cheddar, Ooh. but they also say that Swiss or Gruyere could be good options. <laughs> and they recommend using ones with high moisture and lower melting points. Oh, yeah. In order to quickly and evenly melt an entire block of cheese... They recommend shredding that cheese first. Shred it. They recommend adding the shredded cheese to a roux. A roux? Yeah, a roux, R-O-U-X. And for those who don't cook all the time, a roux is just a mixture of flour and fat oh. used to thicken sauces. Oh, okay. This helps the cheese to become a little bit smoother. Ooh. They recommend using a nonstick pan, using low heat, and watching it very closely and stirring often. Wow. Next up, they give instructions for melting cheese in grilled cheese and quesadillas. Oh, yeah. They talk about the easy melting cheese like cheddar, American, Swiss, or Monterey Jack. <sighs> and once again, they recommend having a very low but steady heat. Okay. To make sure it's even and cooked well. Sure. And for those of us that like a good casserole, they suggest putting the cheese on at the very end. Yeah. So it won't burn it would become bubbly and melted. Yum. It's time for my favorite segment. This week in cheese. Do you remember back in Season 2, Episode 31, when we talked about dreams and cheese? Do you? Well, if you don't, you should go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. But we talked about a contest from Emma Sleep. .co.uk. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure if you could tell, but I was a little bit jealous that I couldn't participate. Oh, I could tell. Because that contest was only for people in the UK. Yeah. But guess what? What? On a website called sleepjunkie.com. Sleep Junkie. There's an article that talks about getting paid $1,000 to try different cheeses before going to bed. Holy cow. The contest is open to U.S. residents over 21. They must own a smartwatch or fitness tracker, have a consistent sleep schedule, be able to sleep alone during the trials, okay. and can't suffer from any sleep issues sure. or have dairy or lactose intolerances. <laughs> the study starts in March, goes for three months, and you'll be given a list of cheeses to use, such as blue cheese, hard cheese, mm. soft ripened and processed, and it Yum. will even include vegan and lactose-free cheeses. Nice. As always, a link to the article will be in our show notes. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, good luck. Are you ready for a joke, Cheesy? I sure am. What happened when the air conditioning broke at the cheese factory? Oh, no, I don't know. There was a meltdown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? There was a meltdown. That's, that's so appropriate. Oh, I know it was appropriate, and it was a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy, the podcast. Thank you. Episode 63, Meltdown. Meltdown. We appreciate all of our loyal listeners. Yeah, we And do. if you're new to the show, Hi. please go back and listen to some of our older episodes. We guarantee they'll be a little bit cheesy. Yay, cheesy, everybody.